You alright? My name's Paul, I've got autism, and I make random videos based on my version of autism, and the way my head works, and I stick the videos on the internet in case you fancy giving them a watch. And I hope you're all doing alright, I always do. But, judging from the name of my video, I've not decided yet. <laughs> um, you will know that maybe I'm not doing too good myself because I have hit another burnout, my friends. I have. Um, and, you know, what I will say before I even talk about it, where it's come from and why I want to talk about it is uh, I've obviously done videos like this before. And some people don't like repetitive content. I get it. That's fine. That's why I'm letting you know right now that this is going to be me talking about hitting burnout again, where I don't feel great. Um, so you can go and, you know, get half an hour back of your life that you would have put into watching me waffle my nonsense if you don't like watching repeat themes. Um, but the, the thing is, I'm not being lazy at, you know, talking about burning out again I've just burnt out again and I don't do this channel to show off I do this channel to show up and I would rather talk and show vulnerability within autism the, the side that people don't get to see than present like I'm a tv show you know um and the problem with burnout is it's like a the answer to a mathematical equation. You know, the answer might always be the same, but how we get there is so different. And that's the problem. I've hit burnout. Again, I've been here a thousand times before, but most of the times and reasons I get here is very different. You know, I'm, I, you're going to have to forgive me. My mind is empty, but um, I think the last time I hit a burnout um, was because I had bad management and you know in a, in a workplace and they weren't listening and it just got too much I was doing too much and uh yeah it wasn't it wasn't good whereas now I I have a great line manager I have a great boss yeah here I am um so what I want to do if you don't mind is just talk about it um talk about where I think it's come from um, did it sneak up? Were there any signs? Could I have paid more attention? Um, all the way through to what should I do to bring myself out of it? Because that's the thing with burnout. You burn out. And, you know, whereas I could keep up a fast pace doing a thousand and one things, when I hit burnout, I only know when I wake up and I can't get my head off a pillow. You know, like right now, the hardest thing to do is, <laughs> it's going to sound crazy, but when don't I sound crazy, is controlling my eyelids. Like the, My eyes are so dry, the weight of my eyelids just feel like it's a really arduous task just to control them. They just want to close. It's like my body and mind just want to stop and just want to rest. You know, My mind and my body are telling me something. I've got to... I've got to rest. So, you know, like, where, where, where has it come from, you know? And, like, today is, is Monday. I'm filming this on the 13th of uh, February. February? February? The second month. 
um, depending on how you plan your calendars, you know. But, yeah, just, like today, I'll give you a good example. Like today, I thought, because I've, I've been like this for the weekend, and what it, what it's been what it's what it's been is today is the thirteenth of February. Where the hell has January gone? The last thing I remember was having COVID at Christmas. That's the last thing I actually remember me doing. And it's not like I planned on doing that. But where where has that month just gone? January's a month. I didn't just make that up. It's a real month. But where was it? I don't know. And now I'm. Tomorrow is halfway through another month. That's scary to me when you lose that amount of time because you're not paying attention to what's going on. And I don't mean not pay attention. I'm obviously paying attention because I drive, you know. <laughs> that wouldn't be good to drive and not pay attention. But I stayed somewhere the other week and this guy kept calling me sir. It's driving me crazy. Don't call me sir. I'm just a dude. <laughs> call me mate. You know, use my name, that'd be a handy. But I did ask him outside of the place when he was leaving at night time. I said, do you have to do that? And he said, yeah, it is, uh, it's drilled into us by management. And I went, well, do me a favor tomorrow. Can you just call me Paul or mate or whatever? And he went, no, because if management hear me, I'll, uh, I'll be reprimanded for it. So just a poor decision from management. I don't want to be called sir when I'm ordering a Diet Coke. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I've just not paid. I've been, I've been working away. I've been away from home for two or three days a week. Um, you know, sleeping in hotels and what have you doing my day job. And not only have I been doing my day job, like everybody after Christmas came back, it were on, it was on annual leave. They all put through the accident reports of accidents that have happened. And I have to investigate accidents for the North of England like from Manchester to the border of Scotland, I have to investigate accidents that happen in our workplace. And um, there's a lot <laughs> because it's such a big work, such a big company. And uh, thankfully, you know, a lot of them are neither here nor there. They're just more unfortunate events. But I had a lot of them to do when everybody came back after Christmas. And then not only was I doing my day job, I'm also involved in this other project, which is half the reason I was employed anyway, so I can't complain. But then there was this extra part added onto it, which was to just help other people. But these other people kind of pushed the help a bit too far. So every single week there was a meeting to talk about it for like an hour, two hours at a time. And it's like, that's too much time to, to put in when all I'm potentially doing is offering help. So that started being a bit of a, a diary um, filler and a, that, that was tough. And like say, going and working away, staying away, coming back. Every single time I'd log onto the computer, I'd have 80 unread emails and every single one required a response. And the thing is with me is I can keep going. I just keep going. Sometimes the busier it is, the better it is because I've just got this motion that I can pull off. But obviously what it does is it has an impact on me and I don't realize until it's too late once I have hit burnout. And everything I do is to try and avoid burnout. You know, all the designs I've built in my body, in my mind, in my, you know, my, my temple, 
is is to try to avoid things happening or when they're going to happen reduce the impact or at least be self-aware to find the triggers for when something's happening but yet here i am still sat here burnt out and what actually tipped me over this time um and this isn't a slight honor whatsoever but my mum came to visit um I don't know, she only lives an hour away, but she doesn't drive, so she got the train. I went and picked her up early enough. Um, my house is about three years old, and it's still getting snag work done because the aftercare team don't care after. So you've constantly got to threaten them with legal action, which is a pain in the backside, and then they send people who don't do the job because they need parts for whatever, and then the office sign it off as done, and you've got to go through it all again. So I went and I, I had this cancellation for this guy to come and spend all day downstairs doing something <laughs> in the ceilings to try and stop floors cracking upstairs. I don't do anything to do with buildings, so I've got no idea what that is, but it hasn't worked. But he was here all day Saturday. My mum was here from like nine o'clock till three o'clock and i only get them two days remember on a weekend to rest and recuperate to recharge to go back out into the the world the week after and i don't like people coming into my home i struggle even if it's my mum all right if she comes twice a year that's a lot to walk through my door i would rather go and visit her i would rather we go out i would rather meet her somewhere it, my house is the only postage stamp on the face of this earth where i can come and i can switch off and i can hide and i can be me i can unmask i can you know get over what i have to do in the in the world just to get by and even my mum, I feel deeply uncomfortable coming into my house and I have to make it so devoid of, of, of emotion and feeling and anything that would notice me on a personal level. Like I wouldn't even leave a pair of socks out, you know, because it's like, oh, you must have wore those socks yesterday. You've taken them off. You've just not put them in a wash basket. Mm -mm. Clinical, sharp, void of emotion. No one has a clue. That's the way I do it if I... Uh, I have to have my mum over. But then I had this guy over as well. He was just downstairs and, you know, just trying to find things to do with my mum. I went to this dog cafe with my mum and the dog, obviously. It would have been stupid to take the cat. And then it was like, oh, well, this guy's still doing stuff. Uh, should we go on and take the dog for a little walk as well? And uh, And then when she was, like, talking about, getting ready to go because I have to take her to the train station. Like there was another like 45 minutes longer than because there was like a delay on the trains or something and it was just pushing and pushing and pushing. But I'd I was already feeling a bit bothered, not because of her, but just because of, you know, I just spent a month and I don't even know where the month's gone. And um, yeah, it just, that just finished me off. <laughs> it really did. I just, um, dropped her off, drove home, got a Costa coffee drive through on the way back, 
got in. This guy was still knocking about. Like an hour and a half later, he finally went, and oh, I just, it was like a light switch, and I just caved. I just didn't, I just, it's kind of like if you had shutters for the window, just shut the world out, press delete, not interested, just leave me alone. Um, I've just, I've just felt like I've got a ton of bricks on me ever since. Um, and then today rolls around, Monday. And I wanted a quick win for work. You know, I, like I have to submit 12 audits a month and they can be any audits. So some audits take eight hours to do, some take eight minutes to do, you know, <laughs> it's like that's how um, vast it, it is because of the size of the company. And I thought, right, well, I'll I'll do the 12 today. I will go out. I will travel less than an hour. I will pay attention. I will do these 12 audits. I'll I'll get home, I'll, you know, through the rest of the week, submit them and I'll just have that quick win and that's a, a tick in my box. But you know what? I went out, I got eight done and I had to get back in my car and I had to come home. I couldn't be outside anymore. I'm walking past lots of like 17, 18 year olds who must go to a, a college near where I was. They're all walking past with sucking on a vape, blowing out cheesecake or whatever the smells are you get on vapes. And I just think, you're not even old enough to have developed a, a nicotine addiction. What, 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 what is cool about going, right, I've never smoked, but you know what? There's a metal thing where if I suck one end, I can blow steam out. So I'll, I look like a train. And it's going to smell a candy floss. When I was a kid, that wasn't cool. I don't know why it's, it's not cool as, an, as an, I'm an adult either. I understand why they were invented, but I don't understand why kids are, are doing it when they've never smoked. But just walking past all these smells was triggering and, and my knee hurting with every step I take, feeling and cl click and feeling it slide and walking, being annoyed that the fact that if I had money, I could get it seen to this week, you know, and I hate the fact you can pay for healthcare. I think we're all human and you're telling me the only reason people are any better according to you is because they've got money. No, if the world, if, if, if people who had money were better than the ones who don't have money, the world wouldn't be in the mess that it is, would it? No, don't like it. But I, uh, I just, and I also couldn't keep going in these, these buildings I was going in. Because it, it was Monday morning and I'm there working, hobbling in pain on a bad knee. My head is absolutely battered. I'd do anything just to hide away for a little bit. And I'm going in these buildings and I walk in the front door of like, say, residential flats. And it just stinks of weed and music blasting out. And the communal areas are disgusting. And I just think, why? Why is that all right? What? Why am I at work in pain, feeling like I've had a ton of bricks fall on me, and you're getting paid to sit at home and smoke weed and disrespect everyone by blasting music out? If you want to listen to your music, get headphones on. If you want to hear it that loud, respect that you're not the only person on earth. You've got neighbours. And if you want to smoke weed, smoke weed, but stick your head out the window. 
I don't want to smell it in the place where everybody else has got to come. Now, usually, and this is a sign, you see, this is a sign because usually that sort of stuff doesn't bother me because I go, I'm more like, thankfully, I don't live there. I don't smoke weed. I don't need to listen to that music. You know, I worked hard to make sure I don't have to, you know, as much as I have to suffer in all other areas of life, I made sure that I applied myself somewhere so I can avoid certain things. And, you know, I'm damn proud of the things I've achieved when nobody else, you know. And today it bothered me a lot. And it was like, I can't go in any more of these buildings. I'm going to lose my head, you know. I had to come home because I was already affected and already bothered. And, um, you know, the thing is, the signs were there. This is the thing. The signs were there that a, a burnout was coming. And let me tell you the signs that I recognized. I was getting bothered by things I control. So the things I control are obviously well within my grasp to do so. But yet the things were bothering me that don't usually bother me. And for an example, like I've told you, I've got a bit of a clothing problem um because from when i was a kid um you know never having first-hand clothes and when i got older it obviously had a bit of a knock-on effect and i just used to hoard clothes not not hard because everything was available i didn't just buy things and never wear them they were always in rotation there was always clothes there but if four other men moved in my house my size we'd have enough clothes based off what i've got you know, that's just the way it's always been. And I've made a conscious effort last year. I got rid of so many clothes and I'm, I've even given three more jumpers to charity this week. I did try eBay, like selling them, but I haven't got the interest. I'd rather just give them to charity because people on eBay are just going to buy them and sell them for a pound more, aren't they? You know, but uh, I just l looked at my clothes and I was like, why isn't there a uniformed approach to this? Like, how have I been buying my own clothes for over 25 years, yet I still haven't got, like, five of the same top in the same colour or different colours? You know, why have I not got five same jumpers, same long sleeve tops? Why, why have I not just got this set? Why do I still buy from different places? And just looking at my own clothes bothered me because I'm not doing what... When I'm dialed in, I need a hell of a lot more structure and things need to be much more rigorous to stay in place. So I started feeling a bit more dialed in and then getting annoyed by the less dialed in Paul, which shouldn't happen. And I went, I thought, you know what? I'm getting on my own nerves. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to make a cup of tea. I open the cupboard and I'm looking at cups and I'm like, why do I own different cups? Why can't I just have the same cups? You know, because at least if I open a cupboard and I just see a uniformed, you know, cupboard with the same glasses, the same cups, instead of a mishmash, then uh, I think that would calm me down as well. But I went online to look at how expensive are cups. Couldn't give them away when I was a kid. You know, you, you get them with Easter eggs. What's an Easter egg got to do with a cup? So, yeah, just... That was bothering me as well. And I just thought, all these silly little things that are bothering me. That's a sign. That's a sign that something's going a bit haywire and not too accurate in my mind. I needed to uh, 
I needed to pay more attention to me. I was paying so much attention to everything around me, the amount of work I was doing, the busyness with the work, booking where I need to work next. And it just got a little bit too much. And my sleep started getting affected. Like I'd be waking up in the night for the bathroom and getting back in bed with no tiredness left in my body. And I'd just be lying there for until it was time to get up. And it's like, just get up, you know, just go about. But then, you know, the dog is downstairs. He, he hears me moving and he's like, oh, great. Are we playing? No, <laughs> I'm sulking. You have to wait for your times, mate. And uh, yeah, not fun. So... The thing I have to do, though, when I feel like I've hit burnout, when it's hard to get my head off a pillow, when it's hard to function, when I can't even walk in a building and press a few buttons on an iPad and I need to get back home because I need that safety of my four walls just to unmask. It's like the mask that I wear just to exist in the world. It's like when you're in burnout, or when you're not in burnout, it's like your mask is your force field. It deflects all the bad you can tolerate, you can deal, because you have this defense mechanism. But when you hit burnout, it's like your mask is closed for repairs, and everything that would affect you gets through, and it does start bothering you, and that's that was how I felt today. I didn't feel like I had any defense. And that's why it bothered me. And the thing is, I'm, I'm always going to burn out. That's that's. It doesn't matter how I tweak my life and what I tweak. I will always burn out. And this is why it's, you know, I'm sitting here in the middle of burnout, moaning, complaining. But I'm still trying to do the right thing because I'm thinking about how do I stop it feeling as bad How, what can i do to to help me and it's going to sound crazy but you know it's like with annual leave in work i'm so fearful of taking annual leave not because of bosses or anything they're all absolutely fine i'm fearful for me i save as much as i can to get as far as i can in the year i rarely take annual leave before the end of may And the crazy thing is, do you know why I save it? I save it because I'm fearful of burning out. I fear that I'll burn out and I will need to take time off to recover. You know, and a little bit of me gets very annoyed because there's all these working groups about autism and working with autism and things employers can do. And they're always talking about the intricacies of what they can do and it's like, look, I don't need intricacies. I don't need celebrities to come and do it, give us a talk over a Teams. What I need is for them to go, do you know what? I recognize burnout happens within artistic people. How about a couple of extra days annual leave? We can't pay you for them, but we can offer you unpaid annual leave that doesn't affect your employment record. Like, cool. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. But I don't take time because my annual leave is not enough. 
expected. I, I'm always still floored by people who've got annual leave left at the end of a year. It's like, how can I have it? How did that work? But because I save the annual leave for times of burning out, there's something in my mind that stops me going, Paul, you're burnt out now. Take annual leave now. Just take two days next week. Have Monday and Tuesday off. Just those two extra days gives you a bit more breathing room on the weekend. You didn't have this weekend because you were you had a work person around. And then, and then there's just that thing inside me that goes, no, you can't because it's too early in the year. You, you, you need them days. But the reality is I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to... I have to treat myself as if I'm someone I provide care to. I spend so much time hoping for the best for others and wanting the best for others, offering whatever. I, I'm in the middle of a burnout, and here I am sat here talking to you so you can hear my burnout in case you burn out and don't know how you feel or you don't know how to put it into words. I'm still trying to do things for other people, and I'm sat here going, I don't know if I should take annual leave to help me feel better. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? I'm obviously not having a go. I want to help. It's why I press record. I don't do it for any other reason. But I'm going to have to take my own advice. I'd be telling you to do the same thing. It's like, yes, I understand you save your holidays, but come on, this is what they're for. You need a bit of re recharge time. Switch off. Just fall off the map. Enjoy you. Enjoy what you've got. Enjoy your time. Be selfish. Because... You've not been selfish, which is what's led to this. You've given too much yet again, for too long yet again. So I will. What I'll do is I'm going to put through tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning, I'm going to put through for Monday and Tuesday next week to be off. So if you're watching this on the Friday, when, it's, when I'm going to schedule it to come out, just know that that's going to be my long weekend if those holidays get accepted, which they should. Um, yeah. It's crazy because, like I said, I, I lost a month because I've clearly been so busy and I didn't even realize. And some people wish their life away half the time. And here's me wishing for it back because I don't remember it going anywhere. <laughs> but, you know, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's good for time to go quick because you might have something, you know, in the future that you're really looking forward to and you just want to get to it. I understand when that happens. Um, but I've lost a month and a half because I don't remember any of it. And now I'm on my sulky step, I suppose. Um, but, you know, it's important to recognize that, or it's important for me to recognize that I burn out because I have to accept I've burnt out. I have to accept I've done too much. I have to accept I need to change something to not carry on burning out, to alleviate my um, the weight on my shoulders. Because even though we burn out, the reason we burn out, our tolerance levels are so different. So I, I've got to pay attention to me because I'm the only one who can be accurate in offering me advice and doing the things I actually need to do. Um. So yeah, I hope that made sense. I hope you don't mind me sharing yet another burnout. Um, and until next time, my friends, thank you very much for watching and uh, keep smiling.